Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we have been discussing the three weeks, and we have been discussing the spiritual opportunity that the days leading up to Tisha B'Av and Tisha B'Av provide for us. And we mentioned the famous, not famous, but if you read it, it's famous, the statement of Rav Yisrael Salanter, who says that the opportunity for spiritual growth on Tisha B'Av is no less than that a person has on Yom Kippur. So therefore we discussed how these three weeks is an p- incredible potential for our growth, but we have to figure out what is our avodah for this time? What is the area, what do we have to be working on during these three weeks in terms of our service of Hashem? So, especially through the area of avilut. How, do we, how is this avilut for the Beit HaMidash such an essential and effective part of our service of Hashem? So he quotes a very interesting story from the Gemara in Masechet Baba Kama and Daf Nuntet Amudet. So the Gemara is the following story. I'll read it to you. Eliezer Zeira. There's a person, his name is Eliezer Zeira. He was known as Zeira because of his great, Zeira means a small or little. He was known for his great humility. So what about Eliezer Zeira? So have a Messiah, Messiah, Uchme, Vikai Beshuka de Naharda'a. So he was wearing black shoes and he was walking in the, uh, in the marketplace of the city of Naharda. Naharda was one of the major Jewish cities in Babel, in Babylonia at the time. So he was wearing black shoes and uh, walking in the marketplace of Naharda, this Eliezer Zeira. So Ashkechu the Bebesh Galuta, Hani Misani. So the representatives of the Jewish government saw him and they said to him, why are you wearing black shoes? Now today, everybody wears black shoes. What's the big deal? But back in the times of the Gemara, wearing black shoes was considered to be a very unusual thing. And we'll see in a minute why he was wearing them. But the people, the the representatives of the government were very bothered. Why are you dressing in such a way that makes you stand out so much from everybody else? So Amr Lahu, so he said to them, He said, I am mourning for Jerusalem. Now this was not Tisha B'Av, and this was not because one tries to, one, one doesn't wear shoes at all on Tisha B'Av unless it's a, a situation where his feet may get hurt. But the this was a regular weekday during the year. So, he says to them, I am mourning for Yerushalayim, I am mourning for Jerusalem, and therefore I am wearing these black shoes as an expression of my mourning. So Amrulay, they said to him, At chashivat le'itzavulei a Yerushalayim, are you important enough to mourn for Jerusalem? Or have you reached that stature, that level of mourning for Jerusalem, especially all year round? So they didn't know that he was really a great person. Because of his humility, he had hidden his greatness. And therefore they said to him, Why do you think you're important enough to mourn for Yerushalayim? This is not Tisha B'Av. This is not during the three weeks. So why, how could you be mourning for Yerushalayim? Savur Yuharahavi. So they, since they didn't know his status of greatness, so they thought that he was acting in an arrogant way to show that he's so religious, sort of showing off his religious his level of religious observance. So at Yuha v'chavshuha. So they took him and they put him in jail. 
A person like this, a person with such a character, with such arrogance, is a danger to society. He's a menace to society. And we have to put him away. We have to lock him up because we don't want him to be exposed. We don't want the people to be exposed to him. And we, he, we don't want the risk that he poses to be part of society. And therefore, they put him away and they locked him up, him up in jail. So Amar Lahu, he said to them to save himself, no, 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 you got it all wrong. Gavra Raba Ana. I'm actually a great person. I'm actually a person of great stature. And therefore, it really is appropriate for me to be mourning for Yerushalayim. Now, as an aside, if he was known for such humility, how could he have made such a statement? Gavra Raba Ana, that I am a great person? So Rabbi Friedlander explains that we've, we have naturally somewhat of a misconception as to what anava, what humility is. Humility is not believing that I'm a nothing, because if somebody believes that they're a nothing, they can't accomplish anything, because nothings don't accomplish things. But rather, anava, humility, is realizing my place, perhaps knowing very well my value, my accomplishments, my strengths, but at the same time, being fully aware that these accomplishments and these strengths and these abilities that I have are not a reason for me to think highly of myself or to attribute my, to any greatness to myself, but rather to realize that these are gifts that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me that come, that along with them come great responsibilities. Great gifts have great responsibilities. Great strengths have great responsibilities that come along with them. And therefore, what Eliezer Zi'ira was saying in his response of Gavra Rabba Ana, I'm really a great person, is that I have great responsibility to mourn for Jerusalem. Because I'm on that great status, I'm not doing it in order to show off. I'm not doing it in order to pretend that I am greater than I really am. But I'm doing it because I recognize it as a responsibility that I have to mourn for Yerushalayim. So Rabbi Friedlander asks a bunch of questions about the story, and with this, we will end for today. He says, I have a question. What's going on here? Why is mourning for Yerushalayim year-round exclusively for people who are Gavra Rabbah, people who are of great status? Why is it not a responsibility for everybody? And furthermore, during this time of Ben HaMitzarim, during this time of the three weeks, the laws of Avelut, the laws of mourning for Yerushalayim, are not just applicable to great people, but they are applicable to all of us. Everybody has to mourn for Yerushalayim. Many people have the custom not to get married during this time. Many don't listen to music during this time. Many don't get haircuts during this time. And as we get closer and closer to Tisha B'Av, the stricture, the strictness of these halachot gets more and more. And these are just the minimum of what we're supposed to be doing to mourn for Yerushalayim during this time. So if mourning for Yerushalayim is only for a Gavra Rabbah, for a great person, so why is these three weeks, why are these three weeks different than the rest of the year? How could we as a community mourn for Yerushalayim? What changes during these three weeks that now every single person has a responsibility to mourn for Yerushalayim, very often in a public way. Isn't it just limited to a Gavra Rabba, to a great person, as we said in the story? So those are the two questions that we want to address. Why generally is mourning for Yerushalayim, mourning for Jerusalem in such an open way, limited to great people, Gavra Rabba? 
And secondly, what changes during the three weeks that makes it relevant and applicable to all of us? Okay, Bezer Hashem, in the following Shiurim, we will work on answering those questions based on Siftei Chayim, based on Rabbi Friedlander. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuf.